Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Six seconds to go. Hogs up 69-57. Ole Miss dribbles it out. The ball game's over. Arkansas has snapped their four-game losing streak. They beat Ole Miss 69-57. Man, it was just good to get a win on Saturday. Good to be in Bud Walton Arena at a full house. It was a day game on Saturday, which I love. Team played well, beat Ole Miss. And when you win a ball game, all things seem possible again. And it kind of feels that way as we begin the new week. And I'm glad you're here as we get started on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. We're going to talk basketball today. As is always the case on Monday, Matt Jones will be along and we'll get his take on what he witnessed on Saturday and what it might mean as we move forward for this Razorback basketball team. But first, though, I want to talk to those of you who are either thinking about buying or selling a home. Maybe you have to buy or sell a home. Let me speak specifically about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And I want to talk to you about my experience with them. I partnered with them to buy a home. I partnered with them to sell a home. Both times. I'm just going to be real honest. They guided me through the process. These are trained real estate professionals. They've got the best training in the business. So consequently, they understand the market. That makes them a better negotiator. And that's important. You need your realtor to be a great negotiator. And you also need to have a realtor that can get you to contract to close. And that's what they do at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. That's what trained real estate professionals do. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They've recently opened an office in Branson, Missouri. And you can log on to WeikerGriffin.com. I just want you to know, Chuck, I've been thinking about you. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL and bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. Basketball tools. I got a basketball tools. got a basketball tools. oh baby, Well, if it's Monday, we talk to the Razorback legend, Matt Jones. In this case, it's basketball. Arkansas beats Ole Miss on Saturday. Matt, welcome as always. How about them hogs? 
Chuck, man, it's always good to win. They were due. They played well. Didn't have, you know, individually probably not the, the best games around. But Jordan Walsh, Anthony Black, Devo still just, I mean, people stepping up. Then Pinion with 13 off the bench. Chuck, it's fun to win. I mean, I, I, I can hear it in your voice. You can hear it in my voice, man. It's just, it's the, the steak tastes better and the beer tastes colder when you, when you win games, man. <laughs> you know, you notice some of these guys, at least I do, the way they fill up the stat sheet. You know, Black has 17, but he has eight assists. Mm-hmm. You know, Devo gives you 16 points, five rebounds, four assists. So, uh, you know, there's Walsh. You mentioned Walsh, 13 points, seven rebounds. It seems like the last two games for Walsh, he's played his two best games of the year. He's bounced back. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and you expect that with freshmen, kind of kind of some ebbs and flows, uh, some ups and downs. And uh, I, I have faith in Coach Musselman and, and this team and, and, and him dealing with these guys and getting them going at the right time. Uh, Jordan Walsh is just fun to watch. I mean, you, you watch him run him up and down the court. Uh, and just the the things he can do, uh, kind of the little things, getting to loose balls, getting rebounds. Uh, he, he's fun. And then and then you mentioned Anthony Black. I mean, filling up the stat sheet, uh, eight assists to two turnovers. I mean, that's that's what you want out of your point guard. And then had five steals as well. Uh, just just uh, we were we were the better team, Chuck. And and that's what we're supposed to do when we're the better team. It seems like Joseph Pinion's a guy that you know once every three, four, five ball games, and they may be home games is going to give you somewhere between 10, 12, 13 points as he did in this game. I mean, if if he can get his shot away and if he cannot cost you on the other end, it seems like there are going to be ball games where, you know, he gives you something that helps you win the game. Chuck, that's a good point because I, I've been saying he's going to make a lot of big shots for the Hogs being next year and the next year. But but this year, you're right. He, he's going to be a situational player uh, based on the, the other team, that what's going on there. And, and he can. Uh, he, he's competent enough and he's getting better. Uh, it, it's fun, Chuck, watching these kids get better out there and and Pinion, he's he's going to get better. Just next year, he'll be quicker. He'll he'll be better defensively. All those things, and, and this is good for him this year uh, to get out there. And he's not scared. That that's one thing, Chuck. You put a freshman out there, uh, you kind of wonder if they're timid, uh, a little nervous, and you don't see that out of out of him. Uh, he he's ready to go, and and I love watching him play as well. It's always interesting to me to watch how the guards turnovers numbers vary from playing at home and on the road and you know you look at the ball game against Ole Miss Ole Miss's three starting guards all had four turnovers apiece that's 12 turnovers out of their 17 came from their starting guards and you look back at Arkansas's game in Missouri on Wednesday night you Mm -hmm. look at the numbers of turnovers from the starting guards and you go back to Vanderbilt even, the turnovers from the starting guards, they were able to flip that yesterday. And I think some of it does have to do with opposing guards playing away from home. But the turnover battle, Arkansas won for the first time in a while. Yeah, I, I like that. I know Coach Muss is going to mess with his, his starting lineup, and you never know really who's going get, to get to go. But I really do like that lineup when Walsh is at the four. Uh, he, he's a big that can handle the ball and can do some other things, not necessarily bring it up the court. Uh, and Ricky Council, man, his ball handling is, is underrated. He, he gets a little crafty sometimes with his passes, uh, but but what he can do on that offensive end, man, he, he is just fun to watch. And even when he's not scoring, uh, he, he's still fun to watch. And then Devo, man, uh, not a true point guard. 
but he's man, he's been through it. He's played a lot of minutes for the Hogs. He's he's seen a lot of ball. Uh, Chuck, I mean, it was uh, it it was fun, and and then they they played under control. I thought there was a little better. There was a little there was pace to it, but it was controlled. And and that's what you need out there. And, and they get, got going on the defensive end as well. Twelve steals, uh, and that's that's going to lead to some points for us when when we're getting that defense going. The offense is a little easier, and we made some threes. And it's funny, Chuck, when you're up six, when you're up seven, shooting a three, uh, they seem to go in more than when you're down seven, uh, shooting a three. And and I, I just all around good game by the Hogs. I was going to ask you about that, the three-point shooting, 8 of 20. And, and you kind of touched on it there. I'm going to ask you to magnify that a little bit. It seems like when the game is flowing, you know, when you're playing well at both ends, you're getting some transition baskets off of the defense, and, you know, everything seems to be right. It seems like that is when the three-point shots fall. I mean, let's be honest. Devo at times this year, every time he started to put up a three, everybody said, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. You know, in this ball game. I mean, it was fluid. Everything, as you talked about, was within the confines of the offense. And um, this is not a bad shooting team if they do the fundamental things, like getting their feet set and, and you know not having to shoot with two on the shot clock. I don't know that they're as bad beyond the arc as a lot of people think. Yeah, Chuck, I, I think it is a little situational. I, I, I'm with you there. And Devo's shot, it's, it's always towards the hoop. It's just sometimes it might be two feet short or two feet long. Uh, but but it, And it comes with confidence. It, it, it really does. And, and when the other things, when the little things, uh, my pops is a coach, and he used to always tell us, when, the, when you do the little things, the big things take care of themselves. And that's what I thought they did, Chuck. They did all the little things right, and then the big things just kind of fall into place. And, and that's what it looked like with them uh, on Saturday. There's a feeling coming out of this game, I think, when you consider that you've got LSU on Tuesday night, and they're reeling a little bit right now. I'm going to discount the Baylor game, not that you do on the on the big stage, but in terms of conference you do. Mm-hmm. And then on the backside of that, you've got Texas A&M, who even though they've done well, I think a lot of people are still suspect of it. It, it sort of feels like coming out of this ball game that they've got an opportunity to – I'm not saying they're going to get back in the thick of the championship race, but they can get back to the middle of the pack and 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 they can put themselves in a spot to have a decent February. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. When when you when you start off the the way we started, it's kind of hard to to win the the season championship. Uh, but they can. They 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 got they OLSU one, and and I think this team understands that uh, the bullseyes on their back. Team teams around the conference they want what Arkansas has. They want back to back elite eights. They they and and I know Arkansas wants uh wants to make a final four, and they they want to win an SEC crown. And if they can get going and get flown, I mean Texas A and M twice, and and I think four games there after we play, like you said, LSU and Baylor. Um, that's going to be tough. Texas A&M got hot last year and, and didn't get in the tournament, so they're probably playing with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. But the way we're coming together, we're growing up. You're seeing us grow up in, in front of – I mean, Chuck, you get to see it firsthand, watch them grow up in front of your own eyes. But it's it's fun, man. I like watching them get better, and it seemed like they did. And I, I think they will. I think they've turned the page. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win five of six, seven of eight, and, and going on a little run and, and have some momentum going into this SEC tournament. Seems like this is going to be a week where the conversation shifts back to when's Nick Smith going to play again. Um He's back. He's practiced. He was with him on the bench yesterday. I don't know when or if he's going to play, and, and I guess we'll find out when he runs out there. What I want to ask you about is, 
Have you had a situation as a player, football or basketball, or, or just kind of give us your take on what it's like when you bring a player, albeit a great one, back into a game situation that he's not been a part of for a while? How do you how do you make it work with a team? What do you think they ask him to do right off the bat? Yeah, you, you know, Chuck, you don't want him to, to try to do too much, you, 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 uh, but it'd be nice. It's always easy, Chuck, to, put, to bring the best player back into the fold, uh, especially when he's a team guy, not a, not a selfish guy. And, and the fact that he is uh, around the team still, it, I, I think that's a good sign. Uh, I, it comes to a point, though, where, where as players, you, just, you don't really expect him to come back, but when he does, you're excited and you're like, let's go, let's go to battle. But you can't really, you got to go, you know, you got to dance with the girl that brought you. So, so we're, when we show up to the game, we're playing with the guys that have been practicing and, and this is what we're going to go to war with. But when he comes back in, we're excited. He's our brother. We're going to put our arms around him. And Nick is a smart basketball player. I mean, he can do it all. So I don't think, I, the, the hardest thing with, with that, Chuck, in my my thinking is game speed, game shape, basketball shape. You can go run sprints. You can go get up shots. You can do all this you want to do. It, you, it, it kind of keeps you in shape, but it doesn't get you there to being in that game shape. And it does take uh, three or four games to, to get back into game shape and, and, and feeling right. And he'll still make plays uh, when, when he's not necessarily in shape yet, but you, you hope you get him for about four or five games. If he does come back, uh, b- before the SEC tournament starts, so you kind of he has the momentum going, kind of has the feel and the vibes good. That, that that's what you want. Razorback legend Matt Jones, Phil Elson, every day halftime. You hear him there. We talk to him every Monday on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast. Matt, always good to visit with you. Thank you, Chuck. Best part of my week getting to chat with you, man. I appreciate it, Chuck. <laughs> One, two, You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, as we continue talking basketball today on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast, I want to circle back to Devontae Davis, to Devo. I believe that the key to everything that's going to happen the rest of the way revolves around Devontae Davis. I think the way he played Saturday, he played better at Missouri the other night. I think he's the key to how all this is going to go. I think his leadership on the floor and off the floor has a chance to make or break things the rest of the way. He's been around. He's been on the floor in the most meaningful minutes the past couple of seasons. And he's the one, despite all these other great players, I think Devo's the one that's got to lead him there. Devo's the one that's got to keep pulling him out of this funk. And Devo's the one that's going to give him a chance, I think, to win some of these ball games, the big ball games, when we get on into February and certainly into March. There are other great players, and I'm not saying Devo's got to be the leading scorer. I'm not saying he's got to be the guy that, you know, everybody says, you know, Devo's got to have a great game for us to win. But I do think when you look at the way he plays on both ends of the floor, he's the one that gives him the best chance if he's playing well. Now, leadership's part of this. It's a big part of this. And I want to go back to what Musk said after the ball game. 
regarding what went down on Saturday as Devo got ready for this game. I think I got here at 7.06, and he was either finishing or close to finishing shooting. His work ethic's been extremely consistent on a daily basis on his own, and I think he's really focused. The steady approach of getting his work in on his own has been really impressive and we need him to continue to play really well on both ends. You can look at Devo's stat line and, and the three for five and, and six from three and the six of 11, but his defense, it's like every single night he's taking a star player and not doing a good job, but doing a phenomenal job from a defensive stack. I cannot talk enough about his defense. Even these games we haven't won, whether it's Hodge, whether it's Miller with Alabama, I can go on and on at how he has defended at, a, at an incredibly elite level. You know, most players are good at one end of the floor or the other. You know, they're a great offensive player. Maybe you try to cover them up on defense. Or they're a great defensive player, but you don't count on much from them on the offensive end. Devo's one of those guys that can give them elite-level play both ends. And that's why I say I, I just think Devo's got a chance to be the one that maybe brings this all together. I can remember when Mason Jones was here. You know, they literally had to run him out of the practice facility. They said, you got to leave. You're shooting too much. Um, you know, Devo was there early, as Musk was talking about on Saturday. And I think that's what Arkansas has got to have from him if they're going to have an opportunity to keep winning. Got a good chance tomorrow night. LSU has struggled. Since they beat Arkansas, LSU has struggled. And uh, this is an opportunity for the Razorbacks to take advantage of the home floor again. Auburn really does suck. And by golly, give me those hogs, Chuck. Oh, yeah. We are brought to you in part today, as we are every day, by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do this weekend on your picks? If you're one of those people who likes to put a little wager on the game that you're watching, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. I know there are Vegas odds, but I know that if you're going to play them legally, you got to be in Vegas. And there are laws in our state that prevent a lot of these national betting apps from operating within our state. So the Bet Saracen app is going to be your best source for information as you get ready to place your wagers on the games during the week. Now, it's very easy. Just download the app. And they've got a very simple how-to-play video. You can watch that. They'll get you ready to go. And again, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app is the Bet Saracen app. Speaking of, I know a lot of people put a lot of action on the playoff games over the weekend. Cowboy season's over. And, you know, for Cowboy fans, it's just another year of, you know, hope. I don't know that there was a lot of promise of being in the Super Bowl this year, but there was some hope. And, you know, they just didn't get there. I worry that we've seen Dak Prescott's ceiling as a quarterback. When you look at the teams that are left, when you look at the teams that won over the weekend, it's elite quarterback play. And I mean elite quarterback play that put them over the top. Mahomes played through injury for Kansas City. They won the ball game. Joe Burrow outdueled Josh Allen. They won their ball game. Purdy was good, efficient. Hurts, outstanding for Philadelphia. If you're going to win a Super Bowl, you've got to be elite at that position. And Dak Prescott is a very, very good quarterback. I don't know that he's the guy that's going to take him to the Super Bowl. In fact, you know, 
My thinking right now is he's not. I know people talk about the head coach. They talk about receivers. They talk about the GM at Dallas. They debate Jerry. Uh, to me, it's pretty, it's pretty plain right now. You've got to go get a quarterback that's capable of taking you to a Super Bowl championship. Dak's really good, but I just don't think he's the guy that's going to get him there. All right. We had a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're going to have more stuff to talk about as we move through the week. We got Arkansas and LSU tomorrow night. It's going to be an early tip. It's going to be an early tip. Got to get around. Six o'clock is the tip-off time. It'll be on TV, be on the radio, too, starting at 5.30. Hope you'll make plans to be with us then. We're back Monday. I know there's going to be a lot to talk about then, too. So make your plans. Join us, if you will, for the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. And until then, thanks for listening. Give me an H, give me an O, give me a G, give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.